Welcome to this episode of the Going Off Topic Podcast. We're two guys ready to ring in the whole new year. That's right, Brandon. We're about as authentic as, uh, as, uh... Oh, no. Okay, you it's know, happening. Brandon, I gotta be honest with you. I, I'm really running out of these authentic lines. Like, I know. coming up with a different one every single time without them being, you know, like, repeats has mm-hmm. uh, increasingly gotten to be more and more difficult. Like, I originally did it in the beginning as sort of like a way of, like, poking fun at us because we were this new podcast and it's like we're just two guys. Right. We don't, we're not experts in anything. No. You know, we're just talking about stuff. So I, the, the authentic thing was just sort of a way of poking fun at us. But now that we've been doing this, we're, going, we're almost on our third year of doing this. Um, wow. I'm starting yeah. to think that maybe I need to reevaluate my part of the intro. Okay. What do you got in mind? Yeah. Uh, I don't have anything right now. That's why I'm thinking that uh, uh, I might just start asking uh, what uh, what I should do for my intros instead. If there's something uh, uh, something different I should be doing uh, hmm. that might have some more variety and uh, might be uh, interesting. Okay. Well, we'll probably figure that out next episode, I'm guessing. So by the time that happens, we'll have something planned. Or not, because we'll just go based off of habit. <laughs> exactly. And since it's a new year, I figure, you know, it's the perfect time to pivot from something I've been doing. And I'm just going to stop you both right there. <laughs> oh, here we go. Uh, I have something I have something to say. Okay, oh. well, excuse me, sir, jerk from work. Uh, we Whoa. have protocol here, and when we're doing our intro, whether it's a long dialogue opener like this one or not, we don't. In- we have to wait till we introduce you. But since Chris- I technically said you were jerk from work, so you're technically introduced. So what do you got to say? Yeah, Chris is clearly having a midlife crisis right now, and I cannot <laughs> believe that I accepted the invitation to be on the first episode of the downfall of the Going Off Topic podcast. <laughs> <laughs> buckle in buckaroo <laughs> uh, if this is midlife for me uh i would say that i'm pr- doing probably pretty well then uh <laughs> all things all considered think, yeah was i actually supposed to wait for you to uh finish your spiel you're making it better man <laughs> uh so well since you're here uh uh robin marcinkus aka jerk from work um, do you have any suggestions for me? I, I, yeah. I'm very open to, to feedback. Uh, honestly, I was a pretty big fan of your lame. Uh, sorry, uh, I was a big fan <laughs> of your really good <laughs> openings to the to the podcast. <laughs> oh, Chris, you got too ambitious. We screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, got too I, big for our britches. <laughs> I don't know that there's a better way. I don't know that there's a better way to uh, introduce uh, Chris in, in every episode. To be honest with you. So I, I got to I'm know. not for the change. So I just say, hey, everybody, welcome to Going Off Topic. Here's Chris. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. That's perfect. All right. All right. All right. I figured, you know, it's I will new say year. the last couple of have been kind of gross. <laughs> Chris yeah, has thrown exactly. in a couple gross ones the last couple I, episodes. I agree. I agree. That's yeah. w- when you run out of content, you just start to go to shock value. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we see it in television all the time now. That's how you get in viewers and listeners. So, Chris is was this going to only... be one of those 
this this could end up being one of those fake outs we do for the listeners where it's like, I'm not doing the authentic thing anymore. And then we have an episode or two where we do something totally stupid and different and everyone hates it. And then we go back to authentic and everyone's like, all right, there we go. That's what we wanted. It's like in Family Guy when they kill off Brian for oh, a couple yeah. episodes and everybody was so pissed about it. And then they're like, okay, okay, we'll bring him back. Jeez. <laughs> it's just like that. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, Let's- definitely, definitely on the same level as Family Guy for sure. <laughs> Let's strap in. People, We're ready. People to say go. that all the time. Going off topic, Family Guy, <laughs> definitely in the same category. <laughs> Such top tier quality. I love it. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so I figured it's a new year, you know, new intro probably coming next episode or doing cold opens like this. Who knows? Uh, but I figured we go ahead and start off with uh, our new theme coming up here. So I figured uh, we go ahead and play that right now. Yeah, and thank you uh, to our composer. That was Tim Artouche. Uh, gave us another uh, intro, so I've intro theme. So I figured, you know, we tried out for the new year. So thanks, Tim. We really appreciate it. Yeah, we really took the you know, new year, new podcast thing to heart. Yeah, <laughs> but yes, no, we really want to thank Tim. Uh, Tim sort of surprised us with it, and yes. it was uh, you know, it's fantastic. We're very excited to have it a part of the pod now. Uh, Robin, what did you think? Did you did you did you hear it? It was a little it was a little fast, to be honest with you. (laughs) Are you sure? That would be my only complaint. (laughs) Yeah, it was like one second. Brandon finished his sentence, and then like three seconds, maybe three seconds. That's being generous. Passed, and then you guys (laughs) didn't really give it time to play. Hey, hey, hey! You're giving away the secret of audio editing no no robin just has a poor connection he just didn't hear it (laughs) uh but hey listeners welcome again to a new episode of going off topic we do have the jerk from work robin marsenkis and welcome again we appreciate you having you on here again uh so yeah haven't seen you in a while man uh what's up how you doing yeah, I took it a little bit personally, and I got to be a little bit honest with you guys. When when Chris reached out to me, uh, oh, I don't know, when you guys were clearly desperate for your next guest a couple of days ago, I initially was going to say no and reject it, but I realized times are tough right now in this pandemic. I also noticed that this would be episode 51, which is my favorite number, and I just uh, thought that it made sense. Gotcha. Wow. Well, when you put it that way, we really uh, are not regretting it's great this to be decision at all. <laughs> we are not worthy. <laughs> I'm very excited to be on episode 51. Uh, uh, so, so this is what your third time on the pod? Fourth? This is my third time. I did uh, uh, one oh, right. before Halloween last year. Yep. And no, not Halloween. even last year. You can't say that anymore. Halloween 2019. Yeah, oh, that's, that's right. right. Yeah. I was on New twice year. in October. Yep. Yep, and then we played those games, and I did horrible at it because I don't know anything about your mythology <laughs> creatures. Uh, <laughs> Robin, one of the answers was a witch, Robin. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They're not even real. 
So, uh, Robin, uh, what have you been up to since uh, the Halloween episode? <laughs> oh, man. It, that, that, that is pretty initially funny, but then I just realized that it really <laughs> actually hasn't been all that different. Because uh, of, yeah, because of COVID. Yeah, uh, not a whole lot, man. I mean, obviously, I... When it when the weather was nice, I was out running a lot, taking a lot of walks. Yeah. Except walking. for the month of June, right? Except for the month of June. Well, I can go out in June during the daytime. As soon as the sun goes down and the June bugs come out, this boy goes right inside. I don't blame you. Yep. They are the grossest things ever. Yeah, so uh, Robin does not like June bugs at all. Buzz. So the month of June, in the evening time, you won't find him outside. So... I used to bartend at a local restaurant for several years, and this was always one of my worst nightmares because you would go to work and it would be light out. But by the time I would get out at 11, 1230, it's dark out. So what I would do is I would lock up and I would haul ass right to my car throughout the night. <laughs> and, and then I would get home and I would do a couple spins in the mirror just to make sure nothing like kind of got on my back and stuff. Wow. And I would more often than not wear dark clothing because June bugs are attracted to lighter colors. So Is there's... that a real fact? Uh, that's what I heard. I don't know if it's okay, real. Okay, where'd you're... you hear this from? I don't. I don't question it. Just don't... I'm just trying <laughs> not to what get. What kind of pseudoscience is this? That June bugs are less likely to attack you if you're wearing black. I think it's a real thing. I think it's a real thing. I, I I'm curious about that. I'll have to look that up. Actually, I, I can probably get a source. Um, I know Epi, uh, Epi, bleh, I can't talk. Uh, a bug scientist. Um, I actually have a source where I can actually ask him to see it. His name is Mark. We can actually probably like ask him to see if that's an actual fact. So, Or I'm just going to... Wait, hold on. I'm positive this is a thing. Do June bugs love light clothes? They like hair. They like to go into your hair. And then uh, they like light clothes. <laughs> okay, so like Google's just <laughs> not working right now, but I, it's oh, not. Oh, okay. I <laughs> yeah. see. Oh, uh -huh. by the way, the word I was looking for earlier was entomologist. So that is a bug scientist. So Entomologist, that's right. Yeah. So you say that uh, they're attracted to hair. Have you considered maybe uh, shaving your head? I noticed you got the, the ponytail going on again there in the back. Oh, yeah. I don't know how you noticed that with, uh, with the you head on. You turned your head, um, son. You got to poke it out the the back uh, the back little uh, slot in the back of the okay, head. Okay, okay, okay. You don't have to be weird about this. Uh, <laughs> Why did you say it like that, Chris? The back. Because slot. what else do you call it? It's the a back hole. slot of a hat. <laughs> it's like an opening. A I would wear a hat. I would wear a hat during June anyway, so I didn't feel like cutting it would really make that big of a difference. Have you considered maybe doing like a like a bandana of some kind and then putting the hat on? <laughs> no, that's just ridiculous. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'm a grown man. I can hardly get away with running to the car at night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was about to say that's got to be kind of an interesting sight in and of itself. Mm -hmm. Well, it was kind of weird, too, because like the, I, I worked at a restaurant. It was like a restaurant slash bar. So like a lot of the kitchen staff that I'd be closing with are 
17, 18 years old, and they see this this bartender who's supposed to be in charge, you know, 26, 27 <laughs> <Yeah>. years old. <laughs> hauling ass to uh, his car. <laughs> hauling ass to his car while everyone's like, what is going on? L- l- let us know if there's anything we can do to uh, help you with the month of June. Uh, if there's any kind of uh, repellents we should be on the lookout for or any kind of, uh, you know, anti-June bug clothing attire that we should maybe look into. Um we're all about uh, making sure uh, people don't uh, get accosted by June bugs on the way to their cars. I have a solution, Robin. Everyone will wear long sleeve Velcro shirts so that the June bugs' spiky legs can get stuck attached to them. So that way you can decorate yourself in June bugs. That is a nightmare. You know, people always complain about tarantulas being gross. I would rather be trapped in a coffin with tarantulas than a trapped in a coffin with June bugs. Really? Yeah. They are disgusting. I don't. Like, spiders are gross. Like, I don't want them by me, but I'm not, like, afraid of them. If I see one, I'm not going to freak out. If I see a June bug in my house, <laughs> I'm done for. I'm nah. sleeping somewhere else that night. No, nah, Did this, did, did something happen? Like, where, when did this, this fear yeah. of June bugs start? Yeah, so I do recall a specific moment in my life where something did happen, and I don't know if it, I'm pretty sure it was just an ash from, from a bonfire, but we were all standing... <laughs> Uh, it was at my cousin's house and they had a fire pit and my cousins have a big family. I have a big family. There's five in each of our family. So there's like 10, 12, including the parents out there. And uh, my oldest cousin who who now teaches, or he used to teach English in Japan. Now he's a programmer in Japan. Uh, <clears throat> he tells me, uh, Robin, you got something. There's a June bug on your shoulder. There's a June bug on your shoulder. And I look and I see this black thing on my shoulder <laughs> and I flip out and I scream as loud as I possibly can. And I'm running around and around. And then uh, finally, finally, John, his name is John. He tells me, dude, I'm just kidding. It was an ash. But he had like a little <laughs> smile on his face. He had this smile on his face. It was like it was a smug little smirk. And I just didn't believe that it was just a piece of ash. Like, I think no. it was probably it was probably a piece of ash. And I'm probably exaggerating a little bit. But that is the moment that I look back on. Yeah, that would be too much to ash for. Ah, <laughs> This is why I have said no to your previous eight requests of being on the pod. (laughs) (laughs) I actually haven't done one of those in a while. Well, here's the thing. So, excuse me. We'll let you finish first. Go go on, go on. Yeah, what is he eating? I can't even see. We we have him on Skype, but he's like doesn't show up on mine. In fact, I have to say, you've had the raise hand thing going this entire time, and it has bothered me significantly seeing just you have the hand raised icon, but I can't see you at all. Yeah, I noticed that. Oh, now he's got the the tears. That's what you look like. Cry, cry, cry. Let the baby have its bottle. Call the webulence. The hands up. The hands. Yeah, <laughs> no. The hands up was the very the hands up was the very first thing that I did when I entered this chat. Yeah, I noticed that there's like I a, wanted... a outline on there. So, um, but while we dive into Robin's deep psychological fears, I figured we can dive into our <laughs> philosophical ponderings on this episode going off topic. Hello, listeners. Welcome to this episode of Philosophical Ponderings. Uh, this is the AM Morning Radio, and I have here with us uh, psychologist Chris Kemperman. How's it going? Uh, it's it's going great. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Good good philosophical morning. Sorry, that's a close. That's close to a uh, other podcast. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I feel like we are very dangerously walking a fine line there, so we should probably back off immediately. S- starting <laughs> off the new year pretty good, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, Chris, I actually have a philosophical pounding for us this time. Um, I know you usually okay. like, have yours, but I have a good one to start off with. So, um, okay. I'll, yeah, sure. I'll just dive right in. Yes, I would kill him. <laughs> I am so close to disconnecting you right now. <laughs> <laughs> You That's know, strike one. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Put that down, Chris. I'll have to remember for later. Uh, <laughs> but no, for today, I figured we can talk about something that's actually relevant for everyone. So how we live our lives is different for everyone else. And when it comes to each society's you know, way of living, there's a certain thing called normal. So there's people's, uh, you know, a normal way of getting up, normal way of, you know, going out to eat, you know, for lunch, you know, for social time, for going to bed at a certain time. And, you know, there's like a standard way of culture saying like, this is what normal is. But for everyone that is alive right now, we actually all have different views of normal. Even if we live in the same household, we have different views of normality. And I, I just want to know your guys' like definition of, you know, what your normality is when it comes to like, even, even regard disregarding, you know, pandemic wise, I'm talking about like regular life. Like what does normal look like to you in a sense when it comes to, you know, living your life as you would in every other circumstance. I don't want to say normally again, so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I, I was just curious, like what, what's your definition of normal to you specifically? Okay, I guess we could start off with, that was kind of broad, so I can actually kind of like narrow it down to something to where it's easier to gather from. So let's just say how you get up in the morning. What's what what's normal for you? Ooh. Uh, <laughs> this is funny. You, the early riser, are talking to two uh, <laughs> gr- really, really just like grossly bad night owls to the see, point where it's this, like not even like anybody's sleep schedule anymore. See, this is why I wanted to have this discussion because I, this is further emphasizes my point is that everyone's view of normal is different. And even with you guys being two night owls, you will have different ways of waking up or like, you know, doing things to start the day normally in your own definition. So that's why I wanted to sparse this up basically. No, that's a good point. And because like exactly what Chris is saying, because I was about to say the first thing that I do when I wake up in the morning, especially for work is get pissed off. I'm immediately pissed <laughs> off. <laughs> because it's like, because this is not normal for me. It's not at all. Like, my new job is pretty flexible with like the hours and whatnot. But I still have to wake up at a decent time because everybody else, it, it's normal to wake up and be working at like eight, nine in the morning right i don't do you know i do very little in that time spent i'm still waking up it takes me a long time to wake up because it's just not normal for me if i was able to start my work day at like 10 p.m you know and i'm working at home that would probably be the time of night where i'm going to be most productive to be completely honest with you but that's not normal nor is it healthy right well the thing is that you can always uh... The great thing about humans is that we can always adapt to our surroundings and our environment. So during this time where things are a bit different for everybody, 
you're able to still, you know, thrive in your own way through this mean, which is like, you know, waking up a later than usual than, you know, I don't want to say most people, but like when it comes to the um, early riser workforce, basically. So, which is quote unquote, what society calls normal. So, you know, everyone else is different. So um, I, I guess my main question is, do you, when you get ready, here's what I want to know. When you get ready, when you take a shower, I assume when you wake, after you wake up, do you huh, wash you assume your feet? Incorrectly. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, look again. Look who you're talking to. Right do you wash your feet, or do you let the soap drain down to your to your legs to your feet? The water and soap takes care of it naturally. Oh please. <laughs> Oh, oh, real quick though, Brandon. This reminds me. It's off topic. Uh, hey! Damn it! Damn it! That sucks. I didn't mean for that to happen. Gosh, we're so annoying. When, when you're eating macaroni and cheese, do you use a spoon or a fork? Oh yes, fork. we were at yes. yes I use this a fork. Is a good question. What? what? I use a fork. Oh my gosh! Oh, not, I Dude. didn't believe you when you said this the other night, Robin. No, no, no. I seriously, I think that you're the only other person that I know who uses a spoon. I use a spoon. I, 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 I can't believe Robin told me last night that pretty much everybody he's asked has said they use a fork for macaroni and cheese, and I'm like, oh, why? A spoon is way better. It gets everything you need. It, it, it you don't need to stab. They're tiny noodles. You don't need to stab them. But how you are you gonna put them. the noodles on each prong though? Like you can't do that. See, I that, don't need them. I just scoop them, and I got you don't a whole need to do that scooper. either. I know. Yeah, I'm also, just being funny. you know how much t- <laughs> I I used to do that when I was a kid, but by the time you know the macaroni gets cold pretty fast. But yeah, you get way more in a spoonful than yes. you would in a fork. And then, or our friend Drake <laughs> made the argument, made the Hi, argument Drake. that oh oh what do what do you do when you're getting close to the end of the bowl? Then like how are you gonna scoop it out with a spoon? You it's drink like, you it. You keep it scooping. Just uh-uh. scoop it you out. You drink it. And then he tries to. Make, Dude, can you imagine trying to stab those noodles on the side of your bowl? Like, I've that is to, like, infuriating. You don't stab them. You just like scoop it out, basically. Use the sides of the fork. Okay, so wait, wait. Did you just say you scoop it out, Brandon? Yes, but using the sides of the so fork. So use a spoon. <laughs> no, with a fork. You can do that. You can, yeah, but okay. But I'm just saying from a functionality standpoint, spoons a spoon's are for even easier. Forks are for oh, stabbing, right? No, no. Hold up, hold up. So <laughs> oh, okay. with with a fork. You are able to get more than you do with the spoon, so no, you're able to stab false. more. That is false. You want to? You want to? <laughs> we need to test this. I know. Get the wait, 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 wait. Are we talking about like baked macaroni and cheese, like homemade stuff? Or are we talking about craft? Because there is a difference. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say either. I would use a spoon for either. both. I've never, I have, I do not remember the last time. I don't care how long these noodles are in the mac and cheese that I use a fork instead of a spoon for mac and cheese. Hmm. Exactly. Okay. See, now where, now where Robin and I do agree is you bring a fork in when the noodles are longer. So there is a a length where the noodle is too much for the scooper and you got to go with a, a stabber. If you need to twirl the pasta or the noodles or anything like that. If you can twirl it in a fork, then that's the only time it's acceptable to use a fork. Otherwise it's just way more convenient to yeah. use a spoon. So actually Robin, this little off topic, I, I know, uh, 
uh, thing we just had, once again, further emphasizes the point that I'm guessing normally people, like society, once again, agrees upon that using a fork for macaroni and cheese is the acceptable way of doing it. But people don't always form to normality in that instance. Or like, you know, even the way we eat with a fork, for instance, with macaroni and cheese could be different than what some other people do. So I'm once again, that just, once again, further emphasize it. <laughs> it's actually kind of funny because I was having this exact same argument with my family just a couple of weeks ago. And there's nine of us in this group chat and it gets pretty obnoxious sometimes. And I'm obviously the only one who uses a spoon. And the last few years, I've really kind of held on to the argument of, well, what's on the box? Because if you look yes. at a craft box, there's a spoon. So I've been kind of, you know, like really getting people with that for a long time. And I've been very confident with it. And it just like kind of makes me feel good or whatever. Mm. And then just a couple of weeks ago, my mom, you know, after I bring that point up in the group chat, thinking like, it's over, I won. She was like, that's the serving spoon. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> maybe she's right okay no <laughs> that no, could be the serving well, spoon and uh, then you but, can still eat with a fork maybe but i that's, am wrong no but that's still the point it's a big serving spoon because a spoon gets more if it was if, if you would get more from a serving fork they would use a serving fork okay so so that does settle for, the argument of the volume yes i agree so for our listeners uh chris brought up an image of a macaroni and cheese five pack uh description and there is a spoon on the cover but what's even more insane maybe it's not insane because it's predicted nowadays but per third box unprepared 560 milligrams of sodium holy cow that's yeah, salty. yeah no no that's that's a debate for a different day we can't talk about <laughs> yeah. the sodium just disregard that no, I'm part just, i'm just shocked i'm like what yeah that's uh that uh that is not good good lord uh yeah <laughs> It's, <laughs> I don't eat mac and cheese very often for that reason. Yeah, I, I don't either. Um, but, but anyways, getting back to, uh, normal stuff. Um, <laughs> so, uh, what else would you like think, like, as you start today, besides, you know, getting <clears throat> pissed off, like what would, what else was your like, you know, morning startup, you know, normal routine, I guess you can say. Dude, Do you I breakfast? don't have a, I, I'm not a, I'm not a guy of many routines. I switch it up like i guess the first thing i'll do is sometimes i'll make coffee like it depends too if it's on a work day or like uh just like a weekend if it's right. if it's a weekend i get out of bed and uh it's already past noon at this time <laughs> so uh i could just turn on the tv noon. and turn on some <laughs> i can just turn on the tv and uh, turn on some some college football or something or college game day if i if i do wake up before then yeah so I don't know. I don't have a whole lot of routines. You don't have to. That's the thing. Like once again, everyone starts differently. So uh, I shower at night. I don't take showers in the morning. Yeah, I'm an evening shower as well. So what's different about me is that because my job is so labor intensive, um, I actually shower twice a day. Actually, um, because. If I don't shower, this is just the way that my skin is. Like, if I don't shower uh, starting my day, um, I will have acne that comes out on my skin and my face. And, like, if I maintain maintain myself when it comes to, like, you know, taking a shower and being clean, there's less grease. There's less, you know, pores and stuff. So, like, that way I'm able to, you know, still keep, you know, 
visually decent looks. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but like after work, I'm already sweaty from work. So I have to go shower again. So like as much as I don't want to shower twice, I feel like I have to because otherwise my skin is going to be out of whack basically. <laughs> Uh, speaking of looking good, Brandon, um, I would be remiss if I was not to be, uh, saying on this episode in the new year, uh, that I want to, uh, extend my congratulations to you on your, uh, recent engagement. Oh, thank you. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, listeners, uh, (laughs) thanks, Robin. Uh, Uh, yeah, I actually was recently engaged, uh, back in December. Um, I got to propose to my best friend, Rachel. So yeah, (laughs) it was pretty amazing. No, no, that's great. Yeah. And, uh, I remember you said that you, uh, proposed on top of the Statue of Liberty. Um, you had to push past a bunch of security guards to get up there and you got to the top and that's when you proposed. So, you know, it's a great story. I, I live streamed it actually, so like you know, everyone saw it that day. Yeah, I so. was trying. I was trying to find the video, and I couldn't find it. I figured maybe it was. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I was typing in the wrong Brandon Pop or something. Yeah. Well, you know, you, did you hear about that person that was trying to like fr- fly a jetpack that was like almost hitting an airplane? Well, guess what? That was me. So. <laughs> oh wow! Look at that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yes, anyway, I wanted to uh, be the first to congratulate oh, you. Thank you. Uh, in the new year on this podcast for uh, um, uh, the, the engagement. Very happy for the two of you. Very excited for the two of you. And uh, looking forward to the wedding. Thank you. Yeah, we're very much looking forward to it. Lots of planning, but we're going to get something pretty soon here. So. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so I will get into now the reason why uh, I'm not getting married anytime soon, because I only shower once a day. Um, so <laughs> is that so, the you secret? Know, I should have known that a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't get any beauty sleep either. I, I'm up in the, oh. the hours where you, people are supposed to be sleeping. Right. Uh, no, uh, to, to answer, to roll this into the, the normal question, uh, I am very much like Robin where my sleep is I just do way better uh, in the evening. In the evening, I'm the most creative, the most awake, the most alert. It's when I do most of the animations you see on Going Off Topic or in my freelance work I do. Uh, I do a lot of that stuff late at night because that's when I'm the most energized and I just feel the most in tune. And, uh, (laughs) uh, you know, uh, the thing is, Robin... uh, Back in like the caveman times, we would be pretty valuable members to the tribes because, mm-hmm. you know, you have to have people working during the day, but you also have to make sure there are people up at night watching to make sure no tigers or Slenderman is getting into the camp. And That's we right. would be those guys. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I don't think I'd be there to stop Slenderman or any other. Uh... <laughs> You, I, I, I wish I want so badly to be able to say I, I'll, I'd be right there with you, Chris, but I just don't handle things like Slenderman very well. Robin, oh, come on. As, I, like I, can... reading, I like reading about things like Slenderman, but like if I saw something like Slenderman, I'm out. Robin, every, as, every man for themselves. As Professor Farnsworth from Futurama says, who needs courage when you have a gun? And that's what... <laughs> if, if I had a gun, I would do it. I've always said, I think that guns should be like birth certificates and you just get one right when you're born. 
So you're saying we should oh. have one like already in the womb. Is that what you're saying? So more work for the mother. <laughs> one of the first things that the doctor does after you are pulled out. <laughs> Sorry for the graphic explanation <laughs> a little bit. But after this is a family show, out, sir. <laughs> you know, you cut the umbilical cord. You, you cut the umbil- umbilical cord. That's a hard word to say. You cut the umbilical cord and you put the gun in the left hand of the baby. So what? So you give him a pea shooter? Is that it? No, like are we talking? Yeah, are we talking like a Glock? Just like a Glock right there? Yeah, just like a Glock. I think just everybody is entitled to a Glock uh, from birth, and it's they don't, obviously we're not going to be ridiculous. They're not allowed to fire this until they turn twelve, thirteen. Exactly, that's responsible. They need okay. to. And there are obviously mandatory gun safety classes that they will have to attend. But I say better to be born with a gun than be born without a gun I, the, yeah that's a great point I, I no i don't think there's any arguments for that i think that's all built on solid reasoning i can't see anybody being critical of that idea <laughs> yeah so but but what you're getting at is uh yeah I, it would get them familiar with the guns very early in life so that they could defend people against slender man there you go yep somebody's got to do it like you said and yeah. how you're not valuable unless you have a gun, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> just, I, I, sure. Don't. <laughs> Brandon, cut that. Cut that. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> I, man, Wait, how I do we get to happy, guns? That's what I want to know. Uh, staying up late to protecting the village from Slenderman. Oh, yeah. To there we go. Using a gun. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. you quote Professor Farnsworth. That's why. Yeah, well, who needs courage when you have a gun? <laughs> no, it's it's also just a joke that I make. All, like, well, that we all make. Of well, course, I pretty yeah. much make it every night. We play Fall Guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, whenever we play Fall Guys, he's like, you know what this game needs? It needs a gun. These players need to be able to have guns. Hey, but this just one jelly bullet, bean racing you have to use game. It strategically. <laughs> to to uh, to quote a previous podcast guest, uh, Kyle Fabianchich. I'm just going to say, as long as I get the funnies, that's all that matters. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it was really funny. Uh, and this is real brief here, but, uh, uh, I, Brandon, you had sent me a screenshot of, uh, of a message exchange you had with Kyle where yeah. it, it, it was sort of this joke he was making where it's like, Hey Kyle, what's your favorite episode of going off topic? I don't know. The one where they talk about survivor for 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> To be oh, fair, man. to be fair, I I had no I have no like history with Survivor, nor do I have any interest in it. But like I figured, I'm like I wanted you guys to have that conversation because I know there's fans out there who aren't exactly like me. So I'm thinking like, okay, I gotta give them the spotlight. So I I never expected I, to be a Survivor fan, and then after watching one season, I was hooked. <laughs> I totally missed the boat on that. I did not watch it when it was this phenomenon that had been in the, the, you know, TV landscape. You know, I I watched my first season of Survivor, I think, in 2014. So it was really late in the game that I started watching and then I got hooked on it. But anyway, I won't make this a 15 hours or 15 minutes feel about uh, Survivor. Uh (laughs) Yes, yeah, so I, I get up uh, pretty pretty late, uh, especially uh, when I'm on a freelancer schedule where I'm not necessarily required to be getting up early. Uh, and then what's normal for me is I'll get some coffee or green tea, depending on uh, what I'm feeling that day. 
And, uh, you know, this actually, before I get too far into the rest of this, I, I have another interesting question for you, you guys. What is normal for you to fall asleep? What is, what is your preferred sleeping position? Because I find that this is different for everybody, too. I, I, this, I'll start. This is going to be probably very weird to people, but I actually just sort of naturally, when I'm falling asleep, when I'm really starting to get into a deep sleep, I sort of do the Captain Morgan pose in my bed. Like one knee raises up and then I have my hand on my knee and I'm sort of like the other arm at my side and I'm sort of Captain Morganing in my bed and then I fall asleep. Yeah, that that's that actually sounds pretty comfortable. <laughs> I mean, especially if like, you know. Try the like Captain really, Morgan pose when you go to bed. I don't know. <laughs> what, 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 are, what do you usually wear to bed? I want to have this be as authentic as possible. I... I, I <laughs> Um, I usually wear uh, SpongeBob uh, pajama bottoms and uh, a crop top. <laughs> so <laughs> knock yourself out. Um, <laughs> I already uh, have both those things. Oh, perfect. Boom. Um, <laughs> I'll fill out on mine. So first off for apparel, I have running shorts and a, uh, a graphic tee, which I normally don't wear for like, you know, everyday stuff. But like for pajamas, you betcha I'm wearing a graphic tee. Um, and it's probably something with Simpsons. Go figure. Uh, (laughs) as for sleeping position, I start out with my legs, you know, like all the, like extended all the way, you know, straight forward, but I end up just in fetal position in the end. Like that's just natural for me. Like I always do fetal position and like, it's not like tight. It's more like, you know, 50% fetal position, I guess you can say. Gotcha. Um, but I, I tend to, um, but the question is, what side do you start on? So I start on, uh, on my left side. So I, I look to my Same left. Same here. Basically. Same here, man. I go to the left side, and then when I get to a certain level of sleep, I go to my back, and that's when the Captain Morganing starts. <laughs> oh, you sleep on your back? Yeah. Yeah, like it, it starts on my left side, oh. roll to my back, and I Captain Morgan I- to sleep. I that's I did not catch that when you were explaining it. I think sleeping on your back is bad for you, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think so. What? I, nothing, dude. You're good. Yeah, just sleep, that's so dude. interesting. It's all Am good. Am I gonna die? Keep keep, keep it up. <laughs> I think it's something with your heart or something. I think. Okay, no, no. I need to go to M- WebMD right now. I need to figure out <laughs> oh, how perfect bad I'm source, screwed. buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Robin, what'd you do to our friend? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I feel bad, but I I'm pretty sure it's bad for you to sleep on your back. But that's that's interesting, Brandon. I I I'm with both of you where I start on my left. The only I think kind of interesting thing about the way that I sleep is that if I'm on my left, which is where I always start. First and foremost, we've all heard that myth where what is it? You swallow at least 8 spiders in a year. Yeah, oh. it's it's like it's like 10. It's okay, it's something like that. So I'm It's 24. I've always whatever Ever since I heard it, I've been a little weirded out by it. So just like out of precaution, I start like you sleep with a with mask, blankets, not with a mask, <laughs> but that's actually no. He's but being that's safe. A really He's being good safe. Idea. <laughs> that's a really good idea. I just take the blankets and I'll have it like it's like you know how if you put your finger between your your mouth and your nose for for like a mustache, that's where like the blanket would go. So it's covering my mouth but oh. not my nose. And I, it, it, when I wake up, it's never covering my mouth, so it doesn't work at all, but it's a comfort thing. But I start off on my left side, and I'm sleeping on my left arm, 
And then in the middle of the night, I'll go on my right side. But if I'm on my right side, my right arm has to be under my pillow and I'm like sleeping on it then. Interesting. Huh. Isn't that weird how everybody has to have like a certain procedure to like fall yeah. asleep? Because it's like a ritual in and of itself. And I've described it on the podcast before, but like my ritual when I go to sleep, and I, like I've said before, I actually wear socks initially in bed and then I take them off immediately oh, because gross. I like the feeling <laughs> of like the cold of my feet. I, I can't explain why it started or how it started, but I've been doing it ever since I was like a teenager and it's been tradition since. <laughs> Do you do the floppy thing where you dig your big toe in and it's like a sleeve where you no, just swoop no. it down your foot and then flip no. it with your toes? <laughs> no, I use my hands. I use my hands to take off the socks. I don't. Doesn't I don't that wake you up my... though? Like, yeah. Doesn't that how like, do kind you... of wake you up? What? Doesn't that kind of wake you up though? Like it's like, oh, now I gotta sit up and take the socks. No, off. no, no. Like it's immediate. I can't explain. Oh. It's like as soon as I get in the bed, I take them off. Like that's just oh. like. No, I don't sleep with them and then like wake up in the middle like, ah, I'm going to take these off. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I was taking from that. Like you no, just have no, no, an no. internal clock to wake up two hours after your initial bedtime to take your socks off. No, 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 no. I should have explained that better. No, like as soon as I get into bed, I take them off because I like that feeling of like, you know, um, it, it just feels like my, my, my skin feels exposed. I'm like, ah, I can just like cool off before I go it's to like, bed. It's like taking your bra off after an eight-hour shift. Exactly. Yeah, you got, you, you it, it got a lot of experience tight, you know? with that? It, just... <laughs> <laughs> it feels so cramped up every day. So. <laughs> I don't have to answer that question without my lawyer present. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, no, that, that reminds me of like when I was in swimming, and we actually talked about this yesterday too, is for, for one of our swim mates, I actually shaved my legs because it was one of those things where, you know, they say, "Oh, shave your legs for the, the the championship races. You'll go faster." And it's it's you're not really you're not really doing anything. It's more a mental thing. Right. But I remember shaving, and it was like the weirdest thing ever. When you get into the bed after you've shaved your legs, it's like you're in water. Like your legs feel wet. I can't just. It's that's the only way I could describe. It. It's the weirdest thing, that's because so I'm weird, used to yeah. having like Chewbacca hair down there. But for <laughs> for this, it was like they were sleek and shiny. And then I put I get in the sheets and it's like wet. And I'm like, oh, I'm like in a pool. It's weird and it's cold. And then I remember I, I felt like I needed to apologize to to people who get cold real easily because in my classes in Texas, with the the AC being as cold as they cranked it up because it gets hot down there. I'd be in the class after I shaved my legs wearing cargo shorts and I got these shining bad boys, you know, just, <laughs> you know, for everybody to see. And I was getting so cold. I was like, oh, man, I didn't realize how much my my hair like kept me warm, but I'm like freezing now. Yeah. <laughs> so that's an interesting feeling, shaving your legs and then getting into a bed. Yeah, that just it's that's such a weird feeling. <laughs> yeah, I can't even, like, <laughs> even think like how that's even going to feel. <laughs> uh, I guess I don't have to worry about it. Well. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm going to shave my legs tonight. <laughs> yeah, there cool, you go. Man. Power to you. <laughs> well, if you got a Facebook Facebook live it. <laughs> well, if I'm going to if I'm already <laughs> if I'm already committed to the SpongeBob pants, if I'm already committed to the SpongeBob pants and the crop top to sleep like Chris, I got to <laughs> shave the legs too. I can't just half ass this thing. Thank that's you. True, I yeah. appreciate it. Yep, that's the full Chris experience. But I wanted to end off the um normality uh discussion here for philosophical ponderings by 
kind of just saying like, yes, even though we really talked about just like, you know, one sec section of our daily life, basically what I'm getting at is that even when society tells you how to live a certain way because that is what people do as a majority, that doesn't mean you should always conform to that method. So, I mean, obviously it's case by case basis. I can't say it as a broad statement, but I'm just saying like in general, um, because you do things a certain way, you know, like let's say the reason you wake up, you know, like whether it's early or late or middle of the day, you know, that doesn't make you different from someone else, like, you know, in a negative light. Um, so yeah, just kind of like thinking about, you know, just like look at yourself and try and feel like, you know, what do I consider normal? Does that, is that normal for others too? Or is there a way to, you know, pop out, I guess, from everyone else in a sense. So, but yeah, I just thought I'd, you know, discuss that for a little bit. And I guess that was my first philosophical pondering. So yeah, there we go. Excellent. You're, you're not any less of a person if you use a fork for macaroni and cheese. Thank but, you. <laughs> but you are wrong. But you are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we have um, we have a really fun topic here, and I, I know time's kind of like uh, running out a little bit, but I kind of want to just like talk about uh, our topic for the evening here, uh, recording date obviously. Um, is how did you phrase it, Chris? Like, uh, what some, what is overhated? Yes. Yeah, so what is overhated? Yeah, exactly. So we've heard what's overrated, what's underrated. This is what's overhated. Now, the concept of this is this doesn't have to be something that you like. It can be something you actually do hate. The, the What we are measuring here is, is this thing overhated? Does it get too much hate? Does mm. it get too much criticism for what it is? Okay, so can you so give that's us what an I would propose to you. Uh, perfect. Like yeah. So I, I'll, I'll get this started. Um, this one will be controversial right off the bat. Um, I think Coldplay is overhated. Okay. What's the your, band Coldplay. Uh, what's your defense with that? Because... Um, I think, I think that Coldplay, the whole Coldplay sucks thing, got started as sort of like a meme, and that's where I'm kind of the, the the big thing I'm getting to is I think overhated stuff comes from memes or it starts from like jokes. And that's where it starts to become this thing where you start to notice something is becoming hated on a big scale is mm -hmm. when it's this meme that sort of perpetuates itself. And it's like nothing anybody else does. Like no other music will be good from Coldplay because, well, Coldplay sucks, you know, over right. just that's the meme. So you know, I think that's more of a meme for them at this point than it is anything. Because I, I think there's some pretty good Coldplay songs. They're not my favorite band or anything. Uh, but right. uh, I just, for the sake of the overhated argument, I think Coldplay's overhated. Okay, so funny you say that because I feel like more people have said that for Nickelback more than Coldplay. Uh, Nickelback is another one. I fall under the category that say Nickelback is appropriately hated. These, <laughs> <laughs> I think that Coldplay, while I'm not going to willingly go out and listen to them, they're not nearly as bad as what people say, but Nickelback is just as bad as people say. Yeah, I I, I also agree. And I, I feel like 
Coldplay is something nice to have on when you're like, you just need like, not necessarily like, you know, in your own home, for instance, but like, you know, if you're like at a gathering or a party or a, an event yeah. or something and they have Coldplay playing in the background, it's not like, very jarring. That, that, that's, that's good because like, that's very generic. It's very, you know, safe. It's US very pop. Yeah, exactly. But Nickelback, that's just, that's just that, like, you will know when a Nickelback song is on. You will know nothing but the Nickelback song. There is no focusing on a party when you got look at this photograph playing. Because everybody's <laughs> Chad, gonna stop to immediately notice what the heck who put Nickelback on. Chad Kroger sinned for humanity. I'm just gonna say that right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I wanna be a rock star. Like, so that's the other thing is when I, I, I don't care for Nickelback, but I also, I don't hate the like musicians or anything. I just don't like yeah. the music. I want to be clear about that too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like we, we, when we say that, like, you know, Nickelback deserves the, you know, negative negativity when it comes to it, you know, like, yeah, we are saying that, but it's also still a joke in a way. Like it's hard to describe. Like it's yeah. something that, yes, we agree upon. It's not that great. But, you know, you always want to overhype or overact an emotion for certain things because otherwise people aren't going to listen to you. So, <laughs> well, I mean, the other thing is they're they're laughing all the way to the bank. So I was they, just going to say that. Yeah, because yeah. they don't care put what we Spotify. say. <laughs> yeah, they, um, they've been very successful. They do not care what we're saying at all. And in fact, I, they probably relish it to a certain extent. It's only made them more popular too so yeah 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 i guess this 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 uh segment i think is also going to tie into the theory that uh there's no such thing as bad publicity Hmm. because i mean i the reasons why i said coldplay is overhated was because it was a meme the thing is is it also draws attention to coldplay too and then the same thing for nickelback is getting an over amount of hate will also draw attention to them it's like the Dallas Cowboys. I hate yes. the Cowboys. I hate yes. the Cowboys, but I'm going to tune in every week to make sure that they're losing. I, you know, right. it's, I agree. it's just the way it works. Yeah. <laughs> Me being, or, a, being a Michigan fan, it's the same deal with Ohio State. I, I don't get a lot of experience with watching Ohio State lose, unfortunately, but uh, one can dream that it'll happen sometime this century. Yeah. Chris, do you think some other forms of entertainment get more over hate than others. So what I'm getting at is like, do you feel like sports gets more hatred, like, you know, team specifically than, you know, like a band or, you know, a movie or a video game or TV show? Like, do you think there's some that have it more? Interesting. I actually think if we're, if we're talking about things that are over hated, I think you're going to find more musicians that fall in the over hated category than any mm-hmm. other section. Um, because when I think of over hated teams, I think of like the Patriots of the NFL. Right. Um, and some people will say, no, they're appropriately hated. Um, but that's just the first one that came to mind or like in Alabama, you know, <laughs> they're, they're typically teams that win. So sports is a little, little trickier. Yeah. Um, but another one I have that might tie into your question is this one might be controversial too. I picked a couple controversial ones here. Good. Uh, this is a, a, a fictional character who I think is overhated. Uh, Jar Jar Binks. I think Jar Jar Binks is overhated. Yeah. Jar Jar Binks from Star Wars, the prequel trilogy. The Phantom Menace, yep. 
I can definitely see that, especially coming on from a guest uh, from Sequel Man, the podcast. Uh, shout out. We literally talked about Star Wars for like four hours. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I can definitely agree with you on that, Chris, because I'd say there's worse, more worse characters in the sequel trilogy than there are in the prequels. Well, it, exactly. Jar Jar was supposed to be a character for kids. That's what he was supposed to be. He was supposed yeah. to be a comic relief for the younger Star Wars audiences, not for really anybody else. And honestly, when you really watch the movies again, he's barely in it. He is not this dominant figure like people mm-hmm. like to paint him out to be. He's in there yeah. every once in a while. He he. It's very easy to if you hate Jar Jar to just do eat, you know focus on some snacks you're eating, look at your phone, do something. I mean, he does not dominate the prequels. He's not a main no. character at all. No, and I feel like I'll 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 be the first one to say this. I can guarantee you, even when you, people try to convince us saying that they never laughed at Jar Jar, I guarantee you that like as young children, all of us have like laughed at Jar Jar Binks at least once, whether it was because of some stupidness with him or, you know, the way he was acting or written or whatever, like you can lie to yourself all you want, but there was at one point you probably have laughed at him, you know, even if you noticed it or not. <laughs> yeah. Cause I'll um, say it like when I saw it in theaters, I, I guarantee you, my seven-year-old self laughed at him at, at least. Once. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I think I, I, Jar Jar was meant to be for kids and yeah. that's, that's why he's r- sort of ridiculous. Um, so I would say he's overhated. I can, um, I can understand not liking the character, but to the level of hatred he has, it's not, it's not equivalent to what I think he deserves. No, that's a good um, point. Yeah. Which is the whole point of the question. Um, and then the last thing I have here is I wanted to be diverse with my selections. Is I have a food item that I think is overhated. And I know actually, where you're gonna go. Oh well, uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, it's overhated, but I also will uh, pref. I'll preface this by saying that it's also sort of polarizing because I I know some people who will really like it and some people who really hate it. But I'm gonna focus on the, the hate I think it gets. Uh, mayonnaise. I think mayonnaise is overhated. I gotta say I can't recall meeting somebody who uh, who hates mayonnaise brandon is one of them, <laughs> I am one of them. <laughs> so so we're, we're gonna cut that <laughs> i didn't i didn't know this about you i'm oh, not a big I, mayonnaise guy either i though. i cannot stand mayonnaise i i rarely use it and when i do i can still taste it very distinctively i just it's not necessarily i like hate it in a way i just really don't like it in any meals but like you know i'm willing to you know bend the rules a bit if it's in a really nice dish or something like you know if it's like a little bit fine but like you're not gonna see me like at an arby's with a heavy mayonnaise sandwich i'm sorry that that's like a no-go for me (laughs) I think one of the grossest things is warm mayonnaise. Like, well, I, yeah, I would agree I, with that. Because, yeah. like, I'm not a big mayonnaise guy, but if I'm getting like a sub or something, I'll ask for light mayonnaise on there. Yeah, and then I have to, and then it's always the awkward like, oh, light calorie mayonnaise or like just a little bit of mayonnaise, and it's like just a little bit of mayonnaise, not the light mayonnaise. Yeah. It's it's always yeah. just a, an ordeal. <laughs> Wish we didn't have to eat. It's a chore. <laughs> uh, but then I had a like chicken sandwich, I think at McDonald's or something like that, and they put mayonnaise on it, and Whoa. I'm just like, "What are you doing?" 
but See, it was it, gross. Exactly. I think the, the, the where the hate comes from is not having the correct proportion of mayonnaise to whatever else you're eating it with. If you have too much mayonnaise, I can see where it's a lot of people hate it. Like if they're slathering it on there like it's ketchup on a burger or something, yeah. you know, then it's like, well, yeah, of course that's a not fun experience. And th- <laughs> that's why I would understand why people would hate it to such an extent. But if you're just doing like a like a line of it on a Subway sandwich, essentially, man, that's like the right touch. Then, then it, like it actually adds to the meal. So I'm saying I think it's overhated. I can understand okay. not liking it. I just think that it's to a level of hatred it doesn't deserve. Fair enough. I, I, can, I can get behind that. Yeah. I know so people have different are, tastes for things, so it's, exactly. you know, I agree with that. So that's my example of overhated, uh, but I'd be very okay. curious to hear what you guys uh, would think are overhated. Okay, so since you started off controversial, I'll also start off controversial. I think that Comic Sans is overhated. Ooh. I don't, Ooh. don't love it. I think it's horrible. Dude, However, that's a when good people one. look at Comic Sans, they freak out, and I'm always just like, "You need to, you need to calm down, okay, a little I, bit, because it's bad." But there are way worse things. Dude, yeah. I want to, I want to comment on that because you, I, I think you're one. I completely agree with you. Two, I think fonts, like people say, don't talk about religion or politics. The third one I'm adding to that is freaking fonts. <laughs> My gosh, you ask you get 10 people in a room and every single one of them are going to have a different opinion on what looks good as a font fonts are so doggone controversial it's unbelievable yeah. like snl did a skit where they were like it's a papyrus font it's papyrus and they like it, it became this whole funny thing and i love right. the skit it was it was funny but i was sitting there also like i don't i don't even hate papyrus like i don't even see it as that big of a deal and so I'm with you on the Comic Sans. I think it is absolutely overhated for sure. It It's not a deal breaker. It's not nearly as big of a deal as people make it out to be. It's bad. But I just, it, it almost annoys me. I hate when people point it out more than I hate the font itself. Wow. If, if well they're put. saying Comic Sans is the worst font, they're basically saying Wingdings is better than Comic Sans. And that's <laughs> I know it. <laughs> For our listeners so, who don't know wingdings are, it's literally just symbols. That's all it is. So <laughs> it's not even a language. So I'll so I have quite a I have I think about ten of them. I'm not gonna Keep go going. into all of them. Keep going, man. I want to hear So them. the next the the next one that I have on my list is Little Caesars Pizza. Oh. I actually oh. I actually like okay. Little Caesars too. But it's one of those things where you kind of enjoy in the privacy of your own home and you don't talk about it outside of that. And you know, they're clearly still in business, so I think a lot of people are doing the same. I feel like certain people hate it more because they had more exposure to it. And I guess that's a thing that, like, if you have exposure to something frequently, you're going to dislike it over time. So I'll give an example. So I feel like, because I, I haven't had Little Caesars probably in a few years, like four or five years, I'm guessing. And that was because when Chris, and you'll know this, um, on film sets for uh, college, uh, we didn't have money, and we wanted <laughs> to cater to our film crew. So what we decided to do was to do Little Caesars Pizza because yep. five dollars per box is a good deal. And at that time, you know, the first one when you have your first Little Caesars, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. But then, like an hour later, it gets really hard, and you know, the flavor is not as good anymore. Which 
it's it's a cheaply made pizza. Like, let, let's be honest, it, it, it is. But the thing is, I because I had more exposure to it and everyone had an, each set, I've grown to dislike it more. And I don't hate it per se, but like I understand people because, you know, they've had it more than others in a sense. <laughs> you know, Little Caesars, it doesn't age very well. I, I definitely agree with that. However, if you do throw it in the oven, it actually turns out pretty okay. I've heard it's that before. It's not as bad. It's not as bad. You got to be, you got to put on a low setting though, because you don't want to overdo it because then it will just get harder even when you put it in the oven. But if you do it right, it's really not too bad. So right. like, what, what are we talking? Like, like 150, 200? <laughs> Dude, we you're going to be waiting like days at that rate. Uh, I'm thinking like, <laughs> wow, like 350, like 350, 325. Okay. okay. So there's the recommendation audience members. If you okay. have any complaints, uh, send them to Robin Marcinkus. His phone number is 219-874. I'm used to being cut off, so I'm it's not It's not going. my number, so not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always open for more friends, so I wasn't about to cut you off. <laughs> you know, um, I, I, I thought about cutting you, but I'm like, I'm just going to let him. I'm, I'm going to no, make him fool of himself. Let him squirm. <laughs> I have the true power here. <laughs> Has anyone gone to the Little Caesars Arena in Detroit by any chance? Yes. I have not. Robin. Terrible. Is the, pe- is the pizza there, is it different taste than getting it at a normal Little Caesars takeout? No. It's fresher. That's it. It's the fresher. same taste. And if I recall, it's about nine seventy five for... That's actually getting a decent amount. Probably four pieces. Oh, whew. I'm like, pieces if it's worth. a slice, yeah, I am slice, not yeah. doing that. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, okay. it's kind of pricey, but it's hotter. And they actually do give you a little bit better deals. Like, they don't just give you the pepperoni. You can obviously get the pepperoni if you want. But for the same price, you can get, I believe, what they call. I don't know what they call it. It's like the three-meat treat or something like that is what it is. I think it's I think it's uh, pepperoni sausage and some bacon on it. It's at the same price. And it, it was good, actually. So That's pretty neat. Uh, but yeah, I, I just wanted to like see if like, oh, but if you have like, you know, premium Little Caesars, it, it's actually better. So that's why I wanted to like see if like there was a difference or not. Well, I wonder if there would be a difference if you actually went into a Little Caesars and ordered a pizza and you waited for it. It wasn't just a pick up hot and ready pizza. Right. Hmm. Which I haven't done in a really long time. I wonder if that's what Lil Caesars is like angry about. Like they're here, like getting these critiques, and they're like, "You're buying the cheap pizza. Buy the good <laughs> stuff. We got the good stuff. You just gotta pay for it." <laughs> you jabronis. <laughs> so just to kind of get the two food ones out of the way, we don't have to get as in depth about these ones. However, I have the canned, uh, like cheese, the canned cheap cheese. <laughs> You know what, what I'm talking about? You put I, them yeah. on like some some crackers. Yeah. I've never. It's not heard string of this. cheese. Do you know what I'm talking about, Brandon? The look in your eye suggests you're grossed out. No, I, I do. So, he looks like he's seen some things. So, <laughs> you you so think it's that's not cheese? Good. It's not good, but it's not. You know, it's overhated. It's just one of those things that people okay. are always just yeah. like they act like Brandon. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> my my bias was showing. I I apologize, listeners. I just. I don't see how that's cheese. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. 
it's I don't want to say string cheese because there's actually like string cheese that you can peel, you know, like the mozzarella little. Oh yeah, logs, heads, whatever man. you want to call them. But yeah. it's like in a can. It's like party cheese. I don't know. You put it on. That I makes know it party I know. cheese. I'm, I'm just acting. Up. I'm, just I'm acting up. Super gross. <laughs> uh, so then I, but I also had cheese nips and unpopular opinion. I actually happen to think that cheese nips have more flavor than regular cheese. It's, and I will eat cheese nips over cheese. It's any day of the week. Oh man. Uh, but I'm going to skip over that. Cause I know both of you uh, disagree with me on that. <laughs> this, this one, this one I'm very passionate about. Chris and I kind of argue, actually anybody who plays video games, I argue with about this one, uh, inverting the Y axis. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> Is over hated when when I'm playing any video game and you use the right stick to adjust your view. Down means up, and up means down. That is the way that we grew up playing video games, and that has been completely taken out almost entirely. And anytime I'm playing at a friend's house or they're playing over at my place, we always have to pause, go to the settings, disable, enable, and it's a whole ordeal, and it's always an argument. And it's getting harder and harder to even find this setting in the options of these games that are coming out to enable it. It's obnoxious. Yeah, it's funny you say that because I, I don't have uh, current gen consoles or last. Well, I guess I do have last gen as well, but um, I play on PC and up is up and down is down for me. So that's just interesting that like they changed that for consoles. I I don't know what it is. It actually funny enough, it was the PC that got me used to the inverted controls. It was the mm. PC. And then Time Splitters 2 on uh, GameCube. Oh, nice. Those are the two games. back to Time Splitters. Every, dude, yeah. Time Splitters, one of the most underrated video games of all time. But because it was the flying games on PC that down, when you're flying a plane, down would propel you upward. Yeah. Then you get used to that. And then it just translated to some other games. Gotcha. So that's where I stand on that. Well, you I, guys don't have anything to add? Go ahead. I no, I agree. I think it is overhated. I think that's a good for for the sake of this argument. Uh, I'd say it's overhated. I am regular, um, but uh, I uh, I think that uh, games companies should make those settings easy to find uh, because everybody has different ways to play and everybody has different um, accessibility and motor functions. Uh, yep. In fact, it's actually kind of disappointing that. You know, in today's day and age, we don't have more customization options for people who are like colorblind and maybe people who are deaf or, you know, maybe have like, you know, missing extremities or whatever to make it a little more friendly to use some controllers and maybe custom map things a little better. And I guess, you know, with PCs, you get a little more customization, but I just think that we should have more options and those settings should be easy to find. And I just don't see why inverted is not something that's really easy to find. Well, actually, funny you say that, Chris. Um, I, I don't, I'm not sure about the Xbox Series X, but I know for the Xbox One, uh, Microsoft actually made a controller specifically made for people who have uh, physical impairments, specifically for them. So you can actually yeah. map away so they can still play games technically. It's actually that's pretty fantastic. cool. Like, that's fantastic. Yeah, I, I can't remember what it's called, but I hope they update it for the new consoles here. So, um, so that yeah. way people aren't left out and only like, oh, you can only play games from last gen. So it's like, oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. I agree with you, Chris. The it, it's kind of weird. You would think that uh, it would be following the same kind of path with everything else, where everything gets a little bit more accommodating for everybody, but it doesn't really. 
they're definitely kind of pulling you into the, the specific direction that they want you to go. However, yeah. I will I will have to say on the new PS5, there is a setting in the menu before you get into any game that it can automatically switch any game to invert the Y axis. Oh, and that might cool. be that That's was cool. worth the $500 by itself. Excellent. That's all it yeah. takes is $500 to fix it. <laughs> plus tax. Plus tax, yes. Yeah. <laughs> My last one. This one's going to get a little analytical. It's something I'm also very passionate about. And also, I will admit up front, I am both a Michigan State football fan and a Washington football team football fan. Uh, overhated Minnesota Vikings quarterback, Kirk Cousins. Now, I was watching <laughs> <laughs> the game. This last, first and foremost, Dan Snyder should have signed Kirk Kirky Poo, as I like to call him. If you if you're listening to this, Kirk, I I live in West Michigan. I have been to Holland several times. Please reach out to me. Uh, anyways, I just want to read off some stats since he became the full time starter in 2015. Completion percentage second in the entire NFL, second place. I don't know who's first. The graphic doesn't tell me that. <laughs> passing yards. Passing yards. He has just under 25,000, which ranks him fourth in the entire league in this time span. Passing touchdowns gives him 169. That's a nice little stat there. Nice. Fifth in the league. Fifth. QB starts 94. That's the third most. So he's durable. You can rely on him. Wins 48, and that is sixth. And not only does that 48 wins since 2015 impressive by itself, he was in Washington for three of those years, which is insane because they don't win anything. And I just wanted to make a point that Kurt Cousins is elite. People try to make the argument that Matt Stafford's elite. How many playoff games has Matt Stafford won? That's zero. That's fair. Now, people are going to say, ooh, Kurt Cousins has only won one of them. Yeah, okay. Well, look at these stats, bud. <laughs> <laughs> also, also, he's just, you know, a Spartan. And to me... That means more than anything. That's not nice. good for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, moving on. No, <laughs> no. no. Uh, as a Michigan fan, I did not care mm. for Kirk Cousins, but that was because yeah. he was lighting up our uh, atrocious uh, secondary and linebackers uh, every time we played him. Uh, he, yeah. No, I, I, I would actually agree with you, Robin. Believe it or not, I actually agree that Kirk Cousins is overhated. Uh, I think he is a solid quarterback all around from back when he was in college and from the NFL. And he has been able to do a lot with less than a lot of other quarterbacks have done in the NFL. So I would agree, Kirk Cousins, or as you call him, Kirky Poo, is overhated. <laughs> Dude, it sounds weird when you say it. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it's your term. You invented it. <laughs> I know. I left I left a comment. I used to comment on all of his Instagram posts like... <laughs> <laughs> like Kirky Poo, I live in blank blank blank, which is only thirty minutes away from where you do. Uh, also, why is your floor a little dirty? That's a cute dog. And then he would never respond. <laughs> oh my gosh! But I like to think I gave him a couple laughs. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I have just a couple here, and uh, we can probably uh, end the episode here. But um, for mine, um. Most people think I'm just going to talk about pineapple on pizza, but that's already been over-discussed. However, I'm going to discuss one that I found out recently. I've been hearing more and more people are, are having it this way. So uh, people who like steak, um, I think medium rare is being overhated recently. 
because a lot of people, from what I'm hearing, are more medium, you know, kind of, or like well done, for instance. And they're like, oh, I, is it is your cow still mooing or whatever? And it's like, no, it's not rare. It's not that bloody. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I just, I, I feel like recently people have been more like the people who do eat meat. It's like, it's like, eh, you know, like, I, I like it well done. It's like, I don't know. You already lost the flavor of like, you know, of the meat itself to me. I don't know. I just, I just feel like it's getting overhated for no reason, basically. Basic preference of like, oh, I like my steak really charred. It's like, oh, well, that's not eating a steak. <laughs> well, that's see, that's interesting. When you said steak, I thought that's where you were going. All I have seen over the past, I think, year or so has been memes making fun of people who eat their steak uh, well done. And like just the other day, I saw a, a, a meme that was like how to eat a steak well done and they have it made well done. And then the second photo is throwing it in the trash. <laughs> yes, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> but like, no, I guess it's more or less just uh personal interactions that I've been hearing that with maybe not necessarily the online community or anything like that, but like Mm -hmm. people I know personally more and more I've been hearing, I like well done steaks. I'm like, ugh, (laughs) like, I don't want to judge them. I'm just like, Ooh, okay. (laughs) See, yeah, I was interesting because I was going to say that I think, uh, hating on well done steaks is actually overhated. (laughs) <laughs> Brandon's like, nope, it's appropriately hated. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I like. I, I just feel like if if I'm gonna say well, well done. Uh, if if I say like uh, medium rare shouldn't be hated, then well done shouldn't be hated either. All types of steaks are good. But if you're gonna char your steak and like have it like extremely well, then what are you doing? <laughs> so, I, it's, like so- the, it's like the spoon and fork thing. If you do that, you're you're not insane. You're just wrong. But <laughs> exactly. Um, and my second one, I feel like most people haven't really talked about this one. Um, but there was a game that came out in 2015 that kind of I've only played it twice in my life. Um, it's not a very long game, um, but it's a game called Undertale. And a lot of people have been hating on it because of the fan community on it. And to me, I just, I've only played the game. I haven't looked at any other like fan related things with it. I haven't seen like any mods or fan art or whatever, or fan fiction, whatever. But like, I generally like the story of the game. I like the gameplay. I think it's kind of really creative for like one person making it. But I feel like it's been overhated because of the fact of the fans themselves. And I have no objections of like what people do with it. Go for it, do whatever you want with it. But I feel like it's being overhated for no reason in a sense. And I feel like a lot of people are, you know, really loving the, you know, world and characters like, Hey, that's that, good for you. That's awesome. But like, I don't think it really deserves the hate because people are like, Oh, it's popular. Ugh, you know, isn't that interesting how with video games, especially you can have people who are big fans of the game that play the game regularly, but constantly nonstop rip it apart and yeah. just say all this stuff about how much they hate it. But then every day they're playing it still. I find that interesting. It happens a lot with video games. This, this, Chris, you have just explained you and me for the past four months since Fall Guys has. That's been exactly what I was. Has exactly that, what I was alluding I, to. to. To for the listeners, I have never played Fall Guys, so like I haven't really known what that is, except for the fact that the only thing I've heard is that people don't play it as much anymore. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm not even joking. Like, I'm genuinely right. curious. Like, that's that, hard to say. Yeah, that has become a meme. Is that, and it's from <laughs> people who play. Is that I've I've been on the Fall Guys Reddit, and there's a bunch of people who say dead game, dead game. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not. I mean, Robin and I we we play Fall Guys a bunch. Same with Drake. Now that he he plays it too, we play yeah. Fall Guys almost. At least I would say anywhere between three to to five nights a week. Like, oh, I know we you guys chat it about lot. it every single day. Exactly. <laughs> and you guys want to FG tonight? <laughs> the thing is, is we have fun with it, but there's a lot of things that man, we just hate about it at the same time. But we still play it. The way it's like you guys are in pain and anguish, but you're like, I love playing this game, but I hate it. It's like, what? As, as Casey Musgraves would say, you're not happy unless you're miserable. And that's exactly what <laughs> that's right. we that's are. Right. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a very pol- it's a very polarizing experience, but it's also just a really good game to play with some buddies. It's yeah. very easy to talk and play yeah. because at this point, I feel like Chris and I, not Drake yet, but he'll get there too. Where you can probably do a lot of these courses with your eyes closed, essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As long as there aren't fifty other people trying to bounce you around. Yeah, World War Z off the cliff. Yeah, that's how I feel about uh, Fallout seventy six sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's yeah, that's another game that's really hated Fallout seventy six. It's gotten a lot better, and so is Star Wars Battlefront two. It's actually really, really good. And Those were two games I thought you might mention. Yeah, and I'll actually, if I can change my answer, I'll change it to those two because holy crap, like I waited years before I got those games and they were like updated to no end. And I, there was like at least a good three months I was playing Star Wars Battlefront like very consistently because mm-hmm. I got a nice rig for it, you know, with my PC and, you know, the sound is incredible and the gameplay's really good and I love Star Wars. So it's like, this is perfect. And like, why did we get this? Hey, oh yeah, because it was, really shoddy at launch same thing with fallout 76 it's like if you give time to those games they become better and were their business practices bad yeah i i will be the first to say like there was some bad shady stuff going on but as soon as the criticism happened as soon as you know they got their act together and like fixed the game it actually became pretty good so yeah there you go two things real quick that that reminded me two uh things that i forgot to list off but I just want to make mention of that are yeah. way overhated are microtransactions and checking when your check engine light comes on. I love well, that last one. I'm just kidding, by the way. Those are well, both. Well, I think that's all the time things. we have. For, <laughs> I was about to say. I was like, oh, okay. I, I can't follow this. Guys, those are guys, two horrible things. I feel like black holes are overhated. I'm just saying. They <laughs> guys, do good for the universe. Yeah, hear me out. Prostate exams. Not that big of a deal. <laughs> Why are people hating this? <laughs> that reminds me. I have to I have to schedule my yearly prostate exam. Oh, Thank yeah. you. Yeah, no, yeah no you're problem. welcome. Um, also, I feel like sharks are overhated too. Have you ever realized that, Robin? Sharks? Yeah. They're pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, most, most of the time you're not going to get eaten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're overhated that is all the time we have on going off topic we will see you when we see you <laughs> what if we actually just ended it right there that would be awesome <laughs> just hard cut on that 
(laughs) (laughs) But actually, speaking of which, we are way, way over time. So Brandon's going to have a lot of fun editing this one. But didn't uh, that happen the first time we had the jerk from work on? Yeah, go figure. Well, that one we was just like to talk though, with you. The first hour was like nerves. Yeah, it was <laughs> the, the first. The first time, the, the the first one we did, the first hour. I don't even think we used hardly anything at all. <laughs> I mean, the I first was, hour I was you so just nervous. broke into my apartment and took over the podcast, saying yep. how bad it was, and you know we had to correct yeah. you. So, <laughs> sorry, restrain yeah. you. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> no Um, that was just like it was pretty unprepared and it was the first time i'd ever been on like a podcast so i was definitely a little nervous yeah no that makes sense but this one it's not more chill you don't you know once you've done one who cares dude (laughs) i'm thinking i I guess now is probably a good time to tell you guys i'm starting my own podcast oh okay i'm so happy for you i it's i'm not i you'll find out soon enough is it called topic off going looking forward to that (laughs) wait what'd you say brandon is it called Topic Off Going? <laughs> no. Topic Off Going? No, Robin. that's a horrible name, no matter what order you put those words in. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only kidding. Uh, we do it out of love. Uh, but thank you again, Robin, for coming on into the episode. We love having you on. Uh, it was a joy talking to you for these, uh, well, I don't know how long exactly the episode's going to be, but... For us, it's been over two hours. Uh, <laughs> but uh, thank you again for coming on. We really appreciate starting this New Year New Year's with a bang. So, uh, but yes, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me on, I, Chris. I hope you figure your midlife crisis out. Okay, and I, I I'm I'm not turning fifty. My yet. vote is you stick with the with the intros you've been doing all along. Oh, okay. Well, well, we'll see. What I know that puts you in a weird position because you guys are clearly preparing the audience for like something different <laughs> <laughs> i will take it under consideration maybe we'll just turn this into a whole year of trying to figure out what chris should do for the intros just to start 2022 with as authentic as boom <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh man but thank you listeners for joining us on this episode of going off topic and we hope you enjoy Enjoy it, and we hope you come on to the next one. See you around, listeners. Final. Lee. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. Hey, listeners. Thank you again for checking out this episode of the Going Off Topic podcast. For more information, you can check us out on our social media platforms, such as Facebook and Instagram. For more episodes, check us out on these platforms, such as Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. And we want to thank you for joining us, and we hope to see you in the next episode. See you around, listeners. Like, it'd be a reoccurring thing. It's not. Well, we have a backup that's a really good philosophical pondering. Okay. So um, that okay. way you don't have to, like, worry about it. So we, we come prepared. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, <laughs> you mean I come prepared. There we go. I should say that. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just looking at just looking at your rooms in our zoom session right now i can tell who the prepared one is versus who is not the prepared <laughs> as i have clothing hanging off my shelf i have your, a box your, of stuff my bookshelf on is your bed. terrible <laughs> yeah i have my <laughs> and then and then on brandon's bed it's completely nicely made the pillows are as straight as can be it it's yeah it's nice yeah oh thank you <laughs> I, I believe that this is uh, what they were talking about with the Dalty of Man. <laughs> That's why a podcast works it. so much. Like, it's like yin and yang. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs>